Just us two. I am in the car. You are the only person in the podcast studio, and Chris is dealing with sick children. You know, just the around and around we go through <laughs> week by week with the brunch breakdown. It's become ever more challenging. Obviously, we were off last week, back this week in some way, shape, and form. And if you're watching, you're only seeing my face right now, uh, and eventually. You'll see Didi's face, but here we are, Didi. We just got to keep pushing through for the people. Yes, we will push through for the people. Well, Dan, I have a question for you, and this is a good one. Um, what song do you hate right now? Oh, man. Wow. What song do I hate right now? Oh, yeah. This is a really good question. Mine is... Yeah. I'll let you think. Mine is Hold Me Closer by Elton John. Oh, and no. And, who, oh. and whoever thought that was a good idea. Like, it is. Ooh, the, ouch. It, it's so it's so bad to me. It's so terrible to me. And I don't know if it's just that, like, I really just didn't need to hear Britney Spears sing anymore. Or, yeah. like, if it's just. And, and also, the Elton John collaborations that have come out in the last, like, few years, like, his with Young Thug or Dua Lipa or mm-hmm. Lil Nas X, have been so good. Like, so good. And this one is just, it's like, just taking a fork and just scratching over the plate. Just freaking going to town. How it feels. I wow. hate Hold Me Closer. Wow. Hate it. I did not, I did not expect that at all. Have you, ha- so have you hated it from the minute you heard it then? Yes, from the minute I heard, from the minute I was like, "Oh no, no, this is bad," and then and now it's like, and I thought the rest of the world would think would think the same way as me, but that was dumb because they still play it all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, it's on all the time. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. For me, Terrible. mine are mine are more of songs that I I heard at first and liked them, but now they've been so overplayed Ooh. that I can't stand them. Okay. Um. And one of them is Supermodel by Maniskin. And <laughs> I like that band. I do. I like them. I've liked them when they, you know, first kind of got on the scene in America uh, months, months and months ago now. But that song is getting crazy overplayed. Like uh... crazy overplayed recently. And I, I, I can't. I can't, I can't do it. I, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. And frankly, anything by Charlie Puth right now is just, I'll just, I'll just say that. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Everyone hates on the Puth man. I feel like I am somehow the only Charlie Puth man in America. Like yeah. I love Charlie Puth. That's a good, who would you rather be in Charlie Puth being one of the contenders? I feel like for a lot of people. You got to pick someone like less famous than him. And maybe a little less good looking mm. that it would be like, would you, would you rather that we're going to, I'm going to have to think about that one, but you're, you're right. I, I feel like I'm in the majority of people that aren't necessarily the biggest Charlie Puth fans, but. No, the majority of people are not Charlie Puth fans. <laughs> that is for sure. I am 100% a part of the few, the proud. The or well, you gotta, whatever you gotta, you gotta stick Charlie together. Poof fan army is called. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we will. Because I listened to his album and I was like, "This is pretty good. This is pretty good." Oof. I might even have a song that goes on the playlist this week by Charlie. Oh, of course you will. <laughs> so get ready, get ready. Truth or die. Can't What's wait. up? It's Dee out here in Los Angeles. You're <laughs> driving, and Dan is in Pittsburgh. And Chris is somewhere. It is the Brudge Breakdown podcast. Today on the show, we've got a bunch of cool topics. We're going to talk about how we can change election season. Because election season is annoying to everyone, and we want to figure out ways to change it. We've got Brunch Court, and we've got this new Taylor Swift album that is 
apparently the only thing anyone in the world has listened to if you look at the billboard charts <laughs> like literally yeah. every song is in the top 10 it's the most incredible thing i've ever seen so we're going to talk about this taylor swift album and uh, talk if it's actually worth the hype and all that good stuff plus we got bruise day we got a lot of stuff we got what we're listening to dan tell everybody where they can find the brunch breakdown I certainly will. And if you uh, you missed us, we missed you last week. And here we are. We're back. So here's just a quick reminder. Of course, you can find the Brunch Breakdown anywhere, literally anywhere you listen to podcasts. Search Brunch Breakdown. We're there. Apple, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Audible. Ask Alexa to play the Brunch Breakdown podcast. She will obey and play that for you. New episodes live every Wednesday. Make sure you're following or subscribing so those episodes can come to you as soon as you're ready. First thing in the morning. Take them with you later in the day, whatever. Download them. They're on the go. Follow, subscribe every Wednesday. Full video episodes. One hell of a video episode this week where you're just seeing me for now. For now. <laughs> but I promise you there will be plenty of reasons later you're going to want to tune into the video. Uh, so those are premiere on our YouTube page and our Facebook page at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Wednesdays. Again, the audio podcast comes out first thing in the morning. It's ready for you. However, the videos, we do premiere at a certain time, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, every Wednesday. And of course, they're available on demand anytime you want to watch after that. Why aren't you following us on social media? Ask yourself that question right now and give me a, give us a reason why you're not. And there isn't a good reason. So go to Facebook, go to Twitter, Instagram, Triller, TikTok, at Brunch Breakdown. Follow us. We follow you back. Let's just be friends, people. Come on. Share the love. Spread the wealth. Whatever. Uh, and of course, last, certainly not least, Talking about what we're listening to, talking about Taylor Swift today. We talk about a lot of music on this podcast. We give you what we're listening to each and every week. And we give you the Sounds of Brunch playlist updated exclusively on Spotify just about every Friday to get your tunes ready for the weekend. We give you what we're listening to this week and the leftovers from last week, a double stuffed edition of the Sounds of Brunch. So you don't have to track down those songs of what we're listening to. We put that all in there and an exclusive playlist for you exclusively on Spotify. Nice. Dan, you killed it this week. This I'm was, proud. It felt good. Yeah, thank you. Knocking off a little bit of rust. It feels good. <laughs> no, that was good. No, that was nice. That was nice. All right, well, let's get random topics off our chest. Dan, get it off your chest, man. It's been a couple of weeks, what you got? I know. There's a lot. <laughs> I have notes for weeks of getting off my chest segments. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to start with one here uh, since we've had a couple of weeks to, to kind of gather these thoughts. Now, again, if you haven't had a chance to check out the video episodes, this is your chance. No, we don't often use a visual uh, support with a uh, get it off your chest segment. However, I am going to do that today, ladies and gentlemen. And if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, I encourage you to just check it out. Skip ahead to this part. Check out the visual. Um, I've done a significant amount of traveling over the month of October. Now that the month of October has concluded, I was on 12 flights between October 1st and October 27th, 12 flights in that period of time. And I'm traveling again next week, probably. Um, it's wild. It's insane. Anyways, I want to talk to you about Southwest airlines. Okay. Just to give you a quick overview for people, people either love or hate the way how you board a plane on Southwest airlines. Right, because they do some they do something different. For those of you not familiar, quick rundown: you check in online 24 hours before your flight, and the quicker or earlier you do that to that 24 hour time period, the better your boarding position. Okay, positions are done by groups A, B, and C, and then they assign a number to everybody, one through 60. So it's A, one through 60, B, one through 60, C, one, and so on and so on. Okay. Now let me pull up how they board people. Again, I'm going to share my screen here. And Didi, I know you're very familiar with this. So this is how they board people on a Southwest flight, okay? There's these signs with the numbers on them, okay, where you line up in the terminal based on your number in letter. Literally, any child can figure out how the system works, okay? It's sectioned off in groups of five. Right, it says like eleven to fifteen this way, six to ten this way, and it's got it on 
both ends so you have an idea which way the arrow is pointing where you are supposed to go. It blows my mind, ladies and gentlemen, the amount of people who completely disregard this very simple system in signage, okay? And I'm not talking about like down to the individual number. If you're off a number two or three, not a huge deal, right? You're in groups of five. It's it's pretty simple to figure out. But I just want to showcase you what I experienced multiple times through all of these flights that I've been on in the past couple of weeks. Say you are in position B24 in this photo, right? And as you can see on the far left, there is a sign and an arrow pointing left that says 21 to 25. So if you're B24, you're behind that sign and you're kind of towards the back end of it, right? You're not at the front. Um, mm -hmm. And I saw multiple people and it was one old lady in particular say she's B24. She's up at like 16, 17 <laughs> at like the front of the other sign. Okay, this isn't, again, off being one or two people. This is an entire section off, okay? These aren't just, like, you know, markers so you can kind of get close. It's like, yeah, come, I mean, come on. Everybody's got a number. It's not that hard. If you're, near, if you're near the front, go near the front of the sign. If you're near the back, go near the back of the sign based on your number, okay? It doesn't have to be exact. You just got to be close. And she's walking around asking people what's her number, and she's like, oh, it doesn't really matter to me. Well, no shit, it doesn't matter to you. You're like eight, nine people in front of where you're supposed to be. Okay? It's not that difficult. And everybody wants to get on these flights quickly and early in a better position, right? Because after a certain number, they're not putting your bag over top. You got to va valet your bag. You got to check your bag. That's kind of why everybody likes to try to get on the plane early, right? No one enjoys sitting on the plane for a long-ass time. Who does that? That's the disadvantage with Southwest, right? It's like, get on, get your bag up, up in the carry-on department, and you're good to go. I just don't understand why so many people can't comprehend this very, very simple system of letters and numbers and signs. Just get to the correct place in line, stay there, and get on the plane. It's really that simple. That's it's one of the things I needed to get off my chest today. <laughs> Oh, dude, uh, I am 100% the person that takes advantage of Southwest because I know that those people do not care. And if you just go up there and you just walk right up in the A group, you're in the plane, in the exit row, <laughs> doing your thing, chilling while everybody else is standing in line. I 100% take full advantage of Southwest. Like, I just, I just do. Like, when I'm by myself, oh, my God, full advantage. <sighs> you're killing me. You're killing me. Full advantage. It's just too many people that, that do that, frankly. It, and I think you're right. If they're not checking, you know, what's the point? And nowadays, your you're boarding passes on your phone, so you're scanning it down so they can't see the group number there. And whenever you scan in, they're probably just making sure that you're on the correct flight, and that's it. They're not lucky worried about your boarding position. Oh, extremely Extremely frustrating. It's frustrating flying anyways. I'm kind of fairly sick of it, but no, there's no, there's no great way to board a plane, right? Every other airline does like the groups and whatever. And I've got an American airlines credit card. So you're damn right. I get a group, a couple, a couple of groups ahead of everybody. And I take full advantage of that, but there's no great way to board a plane because people are in the middle of the aisle, you know, getting their bags, getting in the way, they're in the aisle seat, so they got to get up, let the person in the window seat get in. It just slows everything down. The ideal way to board a plane is either the back of the plane first or, like, you do the windows, then the aisles, windows, then the middles, then the aisles. And I obviously understand that's never going to happen because you have groups of people that sit, sit together. You have people that pay more to sit towards the front of the plane. And again, they risk not having their bag in an overhead bin. We waste so much time because of this weird class system that we try to do on airplanes. Just get, just get me where I need to go. That's it. That's it. Dude. It's so funny. <laughs> the back to front. I remember seeing like a, like a 2020 or something or 60 minutes, like some, one of those shows that come on after football mm -hmm. and they talked about how like we do it all wrong. And I guess it's, it's a country by country thing. Like some countries okay. do it, some don't. And we are one of the ones that don't do it. 
So interesting. So yeah. they've got it figured out everywhere else equally. Oh, see, look, there he is. There he is. He's getting himself in the podcast studio. Now, if you're watching the video episodes, it's not just my ugly mug anymore. You've got Daniel Dudley joining us as well, just in time for his getting it off his chest segment. And maybe it'll be about LA traffic again. Oh know. God. Listen, <laughs> I, be a full I episode, love my, probably. <laughs> I love my city. I love my city to death, but Jesus Christ. Some days <laughs> it's just, it's just what happens when you have like stuff to do. Like there's one thing about LA that's like, um, yeah, it's just because it, the thing about LA is like everyone knows it takes a little bit longer to get certain places, but when you have something to do that's exact time, just know that it's it's just not going to work out. It's right. just not going to work out. Right. Yeah, it's just well, it's not going to happen. We appreciate your efforts, and uh, at least we've got brunch in 3D. This would be a very awkward episode by yes. myself if you and Chris yes. were here. So we'll take it. Yeah, no, <laughs> I wasn't going to let that happen. I knew I'd be home. The traffic just kind of. <laughs> failed me a little bit um yeah so anyways that's what happens when one person wrecks and it just fucks up the whole day um i gotta get this off my chest um (laughs) i am so happy for the month of october to be over oh like you love yourself some fall um and here's some advice um for you and your future endeavors anyone's future life with when it comes to having kids do not have two kids in the same month don't (laughs) don't do it (laughs) Don't do it. And it's not like that was the plan. Like, Saoirse came three weeks early. She was supposed to be born in November. Like, whatever. We would have avoided all this. No, we have two kids in October. And it is a lot. Like, because now that birthdays mean something, especially to my daughter, it means something. She has told me she has friends now. So we were going to their birthday parties. We're going to their things. And then on top of that, in the month of October, there's Halloween. There's pumpkin patches. There's all these trick or treat, trunk or treat, all these things. And of course, we got to go to all of them. And that's on top of all the regular stuff that they have to do, like which we already are in dance. We're already in gymnastics, all that stuff. So on top of all this stuff, we've got all these birthday things going on. And like it was October was just a lot. (laughs) And it made me long for the it made me just think about a time like, I don't know however many years from now when my kids are teenagers and they don't want us around and i'm like <laughs> i can't wait for that because dude it is it that month man i'm telling you man it is it october is a lot and i feel like every year i'm gonna be getting it off my chest whether it's on this podcast or just talking to you guys on the phone mm-hmm. about how october is a lot don't have two kids in the same month and especially one of the more popular months for birthdays, maybe the most popular month for birthdays. Cause you know, Valentine's cause it's right after the holidays, it's like Valentine's day or like all these, you know, long weekends that come before that. And then you have a kid in October. So yeah, just beware two kids and beware of October. Yeah. That's a good point. I think uh, September and October have like the most birthdays of any other months. Um, Mm-hmm. And I feel, and I, I, I don't, I know I don't need to tell this to you, but I feel like it's only going to get worse in the few years ahead until they are teenagers and they don't want you around. But I feel like you've got some difficult Octobers coming up in the years to come as they get older and more friends and more stuff that they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, glad but I could cheer I, you up. <laughs> I, dude, and here's the thing. It's not that it wasn't fun. I don't want to make it seem like it was awful. Yeah, it was just a lot. Like you know, when you just have a lot to do, like you have those months where you have like every weekend is the wedding or yeah. like your nephew's birthday party or whatever it is, and it's like every single weekend it's that. Like that's just how it was. It was just like on top of all the other shit we have to do, we got this whole thing. That we all we got all this stuff going on. It was just a lot. <laughs> well, you made it. Made it to yes. November. I absolutely <laughs> made it to November. So now we made it to Bruce Day. Dan, what are you sipping on, sir? Oh, boy. I've got a special one. Uh, you mentioned Halloween, pumpkin patches, and I've got all of that right here <laughs> in a beer, yes. right? I haven't had a ton of pumpkin beers, but I've got a very special one for everybody today uh, from the very, very good people at Dissolver Brewing in Asheville, North Carolina. This is the Wicked Engine Pumpkin Spice Cheesecake Sour. 
Run that <laughs> by on. you. One, please. <laughs> Run that one more time, yeah. please. Thank you. Just in case you thought you misheard something, the Wicked Engine is a pumpkin spice cheesecake sour, and it is quite literally one of the best beers I have ever had. Brewed with pumpkin, vanilla beans, cheesecake, cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice, and of course, lactose in there as well. It's an easy five percenter, and it it works, people. It works. I know a a lot of those things. It sounds like it could be more like a stout. It's not overly sour. It's the perfect amount of pumpkin, the perfect amount of that lactose and vanilla and kind of cheesecake cheesecake flavor with those right amount of spices. And I mentioned it's more like a a uh, Halloween type of thing, just to give you an idea of the can, the Wicked Engine, still pumpkin season. For a long time, a long time to go. We haven't even hit our prime yet. And I bring to you the pumpkin spice cheesecake sour. The Wicked Engine Dissolver, one of the best breweries in the country, specialized in sours. And this is special. That is a lot. Yeah. I want that. I yeah. want that right now. Had to go, um, had to go big today. Dude, that sounds amazing. Um, beer that I had, I have a fun story that you will hopefully enjoy okay. uh, because of this. It's a really quick one. Um, Crown and Hops, again, I love Crown and Hops so much. Um, they have the Inglewood Juice IPA. And this beer is super good. I went and I went and ran and got it because the thing is, it's not a huge brewery. So like they have their place to distribute to. And you hope that it's like, you know, there's always one near me. And so I hurried up, went down, got it. And this thing is so good. 7% APV. You just like ABV. You just feel like it's very juicy and not in mm. like the pineapple way, like normal. It's just, it feels this, it's just really juicy and just tastes, it's got a lot of different flavors in it and it just tastes really, really good. And I'm a huge fan of this thing. And I want to say this to you because as you, somebody who navigated the forum all by yourself, my little Dan grew up, <laughs> navigated the forum all by himself in Inglewood. Right. And I told Dan and Shannon a million times, I was like, guys, listen, Inglewood in two years is going to be amazing. Right now, it is not. There is nothing there. Just get in your Uber and go home. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they are one of the reasons why Englewood's going to be awesome because they just announced they're opening their they're opening their brewery in Englewood, which I am so excited about. Nice. in a couple of years. And so, yeah, uh, Crown and Hops. If you're in LA, check them out. They're they've got a bunch of different cool stuff, and I just love everything that they do. So, shouts to Crown and Hops, and um. Also, a place just like this huge, like three story bar thing just opened, like right across, like right next to SoFi Stadium, like literally like a week ago. So you oh. missed that too. But next time, Dan, next, next time. time, next time, Inglewood will be sort of all good. <laughs> and there will always be a next time trips to LA for us. So that's exciting. Yes. That's exciting though. Like, yeah, yes. like you said, you did, you exactly said that. It's, it's still a ways away from being there, but it will be there and it will be amazing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, Excellent. Yeah. I like that. Yes. I like that. Great news. Great All news. right. Great well, yes, dude. Well, cheers. I don't have my brew with me, but, you know, cheers. Yeah. I'll drink on behalf of all three of us today. Dude, please do. Please do. Because oh, I, I I need it, sir. All right. Um, there, there's nothing like you just want to crush. I literally just want to like do a shot after sitting in traffic for that long. Sometimes. Yeah, I can like, imagine. Boom. Yeah, it's you know, it's one thing for something taking long, but then when you're like, wait, this is taking longer. That's when you're like, all right. Yeah, I've had. Let's enough. do some shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, this is this is my limit. It's ridiculous. All right. Well, let's get into the main menu, Dan. Um, election season is underway and you my friend are in a battleground state you are in pennsylvania so every time i turn on the tv they're talking about you guys like they're not talking about what happens here in california pretty much there's no surprises here mm-hmm. um except for there's some weird stuff going on la city politics and all that but there's but when it comes to like senators and governors and all that shit nothing's changing yeah so yeah we're all there but you guys battleground state and i want to know election season we all hate it what would you do to make yourself either like election season or just hate it less what would you do to change it 
Yeah, hate it less is definitely the more likely of the two scenarios. But I love this question. I really do. And it is. It's intense in Pennsylvania right <laughs> now. And it's hard to even get a perspective of the, of the outside world yeah. <laughs> with all yeah. of it uh, going on. Because it is. It's local. It's national. It's everything. And I hate it. Um, and we <laughs> are, yeah, one week away. Uh, not really from it being over, frankly. Right it just kind of resets, changes narratives a little bit. Um, but first of all, go out and, and vote people. And if especially yes. if you're in Pennsylvania for crying out loud. For the love of God. Please go do that. We say that each and every year. Um, yeah. Some things that could make me like or hate election season less. Get rid of the yard signs. <laughs> Get rid of them. I don't need reminded every time I get in a vehicle from for four or five months of the year who you are voting for because you gave them $10 or whatever. Like, and especially, especially, I think we talked about this last year too. Like in Pennsylvania, it's the governor and the other senator. Like no one's learning anything when they're driving down the road for local politicians, I can get that. I can have a better understanding. And frankly, they're the ones that need the money, but Holy cow, people with the, have you seen, do you see the people with like the huge signs too, like billboards in their yards? Like it makes me realize how big of an idiot that you are. Like you donated that amount of money purposely to do that. It's not like, Oh, here's a, here's something that we'll do for you because you, no, you wanted that. You want to look like an idiot. Just no, no yard signs. Get rid of them. And then nobody picks them up after election day anyways, for the most part. And like the public places on the road, that would help significantly. No yard signs. Dude, I don't think that, I think if they stopped running campaign ads until two weeks before the election, I would be happy with that too. So like whether it's the primary or it's, you know, or it's the actual general election, I need, I need campaign ads not to start until like basically like a week ago. And I don't think I would hate them if that were the case. Cause it's kind of a reminder, right? It's kind of like, Oh shoot. Like you got to get it out there. November 8th. Like, let's get this going. Mm -hmm. I don't need it on October 1st. I don't need it at the end of September. I don't need it then. Cause like the world is different now. Maybe you needed all these things to go this like to go for this long back in the day. You know what I mean? But like now we don't need it. Like we get like we get text messages to our phones whether we want them or not. Oh. Somebody gets our phone number or somebody gives our phone number out. We all get them to our phones. We get them on ads on social media. Like it, it honestly it doesn't matter. We get everything. So it's like I I don't want to see campaign ads on TV until two weeks. And I feel like I would like it a lot. I would like it a lot more. The thing that's really frustrating, though, is they used to not be on streaming services. Now they're on them. Right. And that annoys me a lot. Like, it used to be like you wouldn't see them on Hulu or Peacock or whatever. Like, now, oh, they're there. Oh, they're they're all over it. So whatever changed there, I don't know. But, like, yeah, we get them everywhere now. Yeah, they really are. You're right. That's, that is frustrating. There's no escaping the ads. And that's kind of like a combination of two things that I was going to also mention, too, was – um, being somehow able to opt out of ads on TV or <laughs> streaming services. And like, if they told you X amount of dollars a month, you don't get any. Is that, would you like, I think I'd heavily consider it depending on the price. They're like 10 bucks, 10, 10 bucks a month. Okay. No TV ads. And you can, I mean, frankly, have it. You can even have it pick where it goes to, to the candidate you want, and be like, maybe that's it too. You can opt out of the opposition's ads. Like I've made up my mind. I don't care what TV ads they run. Here's twenty five dollars. You can play your ads. I don't want to see ads from anybody else. Make that happen. Okay, so this is a good one. How much would you pay? Let's say the money, because the money can't go to a candidate. Can't go to the candidate because they get enough money, whatever ways. <laughs> right. 
if the money went to like cancer research yeah. or went to like something, you know what I mean? Like yep. whatever it was, I don't care if it was juvenile diabetes, whatever the hell went to something. I feel like that is actually doing a service. So you're not just getting away from annoying ads. You're also doing good mm-hmm. when you do that. So like, and I think a lot of people would do this every year and we would raise a lot of money for whatever. Like, yeah. I don't care if it just goes to your parks department. Like, <laughs> honestly, like, I don't care where it goes. Like, I would love for that to happen. Because if that were the case, like, yeah, put me down for like, from, I mean, how many months do I have to sign up for this? From like September till November? Like, do I got to do 20 bucks a month for three months? I'm in. Let's go. Put it yes. in there. Put it on my cable bill. I don't care what you put <laughs> right. on. I'm down. Let's go. Give, give me the pop-up message. Opt in. Yeah, add it to the bill. Yeah. Right away. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I also agree with what you were saying there about when they can start. It's gotten so bad that you're we're getting ads for primary season in, you know, May, and then it just doesn't stop. It just plows right through. And you mentioned Pennsylvania. It's been really <laughs> bad. They have started way before that. It's been nonstop. You should not be allowed to have political ads out many many months before the actual election it 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 frustrates frustrates things even more when you just see them for that amount of period of time months and months leading up to it you're right it's like you start to turn it off and ignore it you get angry at it you don't pay more attention to it as you get closer to election day it should be oh yes election day is coming up these are the things no it's like i don't want to hear anything anymore from anybody and i'm going to forget to vote because I'm so frustrated by it. <laughs> um, another thing I want to change: debates. Yes, I-, I want debates to be more entertaining, and I want them to have a time limit on them. I need them to be thirty minutes. Thirty minutes, and we're out. Like literally, thirty minutes, and we are gone. Because there is nothing that I need to know in two hours and that doesn't matter if it's a presidential election i don't care if it's governors whatever the race it does not matter i promise you like i i tried to watch some of the mayor of los angeles debate no i'm good (laughs) i don't need it there's nothing that you can't cover in 30 minutes because let's be honest guys we don't care about every issue we don't know about every issue we only care about some of the things all right get to those and get out and then maybe ask a question that makes the person see if the person's a robot or not because i'm cool with that too throw out there like hey what song do you hate on the radio right now <laughs> like throw that out there you know what i mean like so i want i want you to throw that out there to somebody you know what i mean and then see if they're like uh 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 system malfunctioning i don't know what to do it's not a political answer like i th- that's what i want to see like I, I need debates to change big time and i would enjoy this more Dude, I'm a hundred percent on board with that. I'd even subscribe to pay-per-view debates oh. where like anything goes, right? Any language <laughs> goes. They don't know the topics in advance. You have like this roulette wheel that you just spin Ooh. around and it is you throw on topics like they're like, what's your worst favorite, you know, the song you hate on the radio right now, just like you mentioned <laughs> there. And you just keep it lively, you keep it fresh, you keep it short. Whenever someone's time is up, you don't have someone trying to stop them from speaking their microphone turns off your time is up put the dome of dome of silence over them whatever it is lights off like let's get interactive with this thing and really spice these things up i'd you know again money towards charity no holds barred foul language whatever you want to include yeah turn it into a wwe event okay that's why it's entertainment and you'd be willing to pay for it Love it. I love that. Do you have any more? No, no, that's, I mean, those would be significant changes for me. Give me two, give me one of them. Give me two of them. And I hate it way less. Yeah. I think I basically just want them to hire reality TV and like um, professional wrestling producers and make these things a lot more entertaining. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. Make them more entertaining. That would help enjoy everybody. It. That would help everybody. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so now that we solved elections and everyone's <laughs> going to listen to us, yes. um, let's go to something that everyone is listening to. Literally everyone. 
Taylor Swift put out her album Midnights, and um, it has all ten spots in the top ten of the Billboard Hot 100. All ten songs, incredible, a million songs in a week. I didn't think we'd ever see that ever again. Taylor Swift did it again. I don't know what made this album be the one that everyone wants to listen to. I I, I don't understand. It seemed very standard. Taylor Swift rollout. I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan, you are the Swifty of this podcast. True. Um, how do you feel about Midnight's? I am a bit surprised about how well it's being received and like completely blowing up. It is a bit surprising to me. Um, long anticipated because we haven't had any sort of semblance of pop Taylor Swift in quite some time. We had the folklore era and everything like that. And frankly, for me, that was just a little too sleepy. I understand why she did it. Um, I can appreciate and respect the music, but it's not what I pay to see. And so I was very, and here's another thing that I very much appreciate about what she did. She didn't release a damn thing before the album came out. No single, not half the album. Right. So that I can appreciate that. She just nothing leading up to it. Album release date. Here's everything, which is why you can have 10 songs (laughs) take over the, the billboard top 100 because they all came out at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Um, but wow, it's still very surprising to me that it is being just blown up everywhere. It's a very good album. It is not her best album. It is not her second best album. It just it just isn't. Okay? There's not a I need a banger. I need it. I get it. It's kind of a blend of styles for her right there's this kind of uh dreamy dreamy aspect to it almost i don't want to call it dream pop because that's kind of a little bit different but it's still you can hear elements of like what she did with folklore and you know there's some you know alternative indie vibes to it i mean very lana del rey she's featured on a song kind of get those vibes there's some others that you know a little bit more upbeat and moving um different she's throwing around some swear swear words always a fan of that um but there's no banger and i need me a banger i you know i i know the people don't always need the you know lollipop sugary to uh, give i mean give me one give me one that i can blast okay and it's it doesn't live on this album but i'm not mad at it i'm at least i'm i i'm glad that it's something a little bit different but i am a little bit surprised that it's just kind of taken over the entire globe. Dude, listen, I'm very interested to see how people think about this album in like a month. Cause I don't like it. I, I just don't like it. Like, I think it's the vocals are really, there are songs where she doesn't sound like a real human. Yeah. When she changes octaves drastically and she goes to that deep, it's like, she does that too much. And like, I don't need you just reading poetry in the middle of a yeah. song and then coming back up. And then she's like ta- having a conversation with herself and I, yeah. in two different languages. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like it's I feel like her vocals on some songs sound so processed that you're just like, what is happening here? Like, why are you doing this? Because it's not that because ta- the thing about Taylor Swift, it's not that ta- and there's a lot of singers like this. It's not like she's she doesn't have the greatest voice in the world. She does what she does with her voice. She's a singer songwriter. That's what happens. Right. Yep. It's just that, like, I don't need her vocal. I've never thought in my mind that I needed Taylor's vocals to be so processed that you can that you literally are like, I don't know who I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially at this point in her career, you know what I mean? I'm like, I we all know Taylor Swift's voice. Like, I don't need it to be different. You know what I mean? It's just like, it, it's almost like it, it points in this album. They're like, all right, we're not going to use auto-tune like T-Pain, but we're going to come really close. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, it's not without good songs. I think Antihero is like one of her best songs maybe ever. Like, I like that song a lot. 
Um, but yeah, missing the banger. I think sweet nothing is or sweet sweet nothing is amazing. I think that's my favorite song on the album. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's um it's just a weird one for me. It doesn't really go anywhere. Um, I think it's time to just you know dump Jack Anson off. I think I'm done with this whole thing. I think we're done. I think I'm done. Yeah, because like <laughs> right, I'm done. Yeah, like I think I think this just went on a little bit too long. Mm-hmm. Maybe we have the pandemic to blame for that or something like that. But like it just went on a little too long. I don't need any more Jack Antonoff in my Taylor Swift life. We had enough. I'm good. That's exactly the point I was about to make too, is that um, his influence is like, I think just a little bit too strong in this. And it is, it's, it's gone on. We've reached the end of the course with Jack Antonoff and and Taylor Swift. Uh, Yeah. It is the time to move in another direction. Uh, Get back to writing songs with Ed Sheeran. I mean, you don't have to write him, you know, he doesn't have to put vocals on him, but write some songs with him. Again, uh, there is apparently a video. I haven't seen it for myself, but I've been told that there's a video going around the internet of somebody hearing the album for the first time and being able to identify which songs are produced (laughs) by Jack Antonoff within like moments of the song. And the reason I haven't watched it is because I know I'll never be able to unhear that myself. (laughs) And I just don't want to ruin any future music and current music of that for for myself i i can't do that um and he takes you know weird chances in his own music uh for what he did with bleachers he's turning them into bruce springsteen um and it's just like okay okay um so i think that was a a little too heavily influenced for my liking and i get she's writing these songs you know the theme is you know stuff that keeps you up at midnight and so she's not being like i stay out too late like we're not gonna get one a banger like that we're not gonna get shake it off that's not what's keeping you up at night um and i i do like a lot of the lyrics um i like how she kind of calls herself out on a lot of different things so that i like but yeah i'm not super gung-ho on the album, it's not something I can't stop listening to. I do like it. My favorite songs, Antihero is great. Uh, I like Karma a lot. I like Vigilante shit. And so there's some others on there um, as well. And naturally, those will get thrown on the playlist. But uh, yeah, interesting, really interesting take on this this album because Swifties just jumped right on board. Dude. And it's just kind of a a mix of sound. It's a mix of sound. It's different. I feel like you have to be a Taylor Swift fan or the Swifty to like vigilante shit, Dan. I hate. I was like, wow. what is I was like, this is this is like I feel like Taylor Swift walked in the studio one morning and was like, you know what? Been listening to Billie Eilish. I want to make a Billie <laughs> Eilish song. Like and this is what this is what they came out with. And I I just I'm just not a fan of vigilante shit, but I know like people like it is is what it is. I am just not. Mm-hmm. I, it's not there for me. I I don't get it. I like uh, is it, what's the first song? The first song they have, Lavender. Is that Lavender. It? Yeah, Lavender. yeah, yeah. That song. I I like that song a lot because that song was like on the first listen. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Second listen, right. I'm like, ah, okay. I like this song a lot. Um, and I and I like that as in like her doing different stuff mm-hmm. on this album. That makes me I like I like that a lot. But one thing with Taylor, and my last thing I want to say about this album is uh I need her to do the same thing I need Drake to do. I need them to like get married or something because I need them to to grow up. Oh, I need them to do something different in their music because it feels like Taylor is like just reaching for something to talk about mm-hmm. and there's not enough happening in her life or something. And not I'm enough, like, heart- not enough to- heartbreak now. She's like in a healthy yeah. relationship and nobody wants that. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, <laughs> everybody wants yeah, that for like, her, but not for the music. Yeah. It's like, cause it's like, I need, you know what I mean? Cause like with Drake, I thought when he had a kid, his music was going to change. It didn't, it didn't at all. Hey, listen, still produces bangers. I still like Drake. I have no beef. But the thing is when I'm listening to a Drake project, I'm like, so you're still in a visa clubbing with people yeah. like, all right, right. That's cool. But like, <laughs> dude, I need you to do something else. And it's like with Taylor, it's like, fam, like, I need you to, I, I need something. I need you to get married. I need you to have a kid. I need you to do something. I need like, it's just what happens in pop music. It's like, 
they start talking about other things. Ed Sheeran mm-hmm. did it in this last album. He had a kid, yeah. got married. Beyonce's whole career changed once she had a, a kid. It's everything changed. It's like, I just need, and you know, on a different level, Kanye also, but like, you just, <laughs> I need everything. I need it to change. Like, I just need a change in, I need, I needed her to do something. Go get married. Like give Fair. us the, give us the honeymoon album. Then give us the divorce album that we all are, <laughs> you know, weirdly craving. We all are craving a divorce Taylor Swift album. Like, mm. come on. You know you are. Yeah. You know you are. Yeah, a 40-year-old get... divorce Taylor Swift album. Come on. Yeah. What? You're going to get that, you know, Katy Perry type Venom come back out. And it's going to be banger, 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 banger. And oh. it's just, I don't want to say come inevitable, on. but, you know, celebrity. Yeah. The odds are not in your favor. So, yeah, but uh, I'm with you. Do some different things in your life. Yeah. Give us a different perspective. And uh, and I don't mean like uh, teardrops on my guitar to the, to vigilante shit. That's not what I mean. <laughs> that's not what I mean. And I don't think that's what you mean either. You know? <laughs> no. No. God. Um. Uh, oh, yeah. She announced the tour. The Eras tour is yeah, what she's she calling it. Yep, yes, she did. And there uh, are, the openers are stacked, dude. Oh, okay, man. Oh, okay. Um, did you think for at least two seconds today that you wanted to go to Glendale, Arizona, to see Paramore open up for Taylor Swift? Because I know I thought about it this morning. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> when I saw the, those icons on the tour sheet, I went, "Where are they?" Because yeah, come on. I was like, um, that sounds like fun. Uh, I was like, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, the tour is gonna be great. I think the, the calling it the Eras tour lets me know that there will be a solid section to go to the bathroom and get a beer when she does anything from folklore and the her I don't take showers era is what I call <laughs> those two albums. It's called the I was in the woods not taking showers, making making music that's yeah. what i yeah. some heavy a good bathroom sections yeah time to go get a beer yep yep mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well damn get us into brunch court what we got yeah a couple of weird things in brunch court this week um i don't even really know <laughs> where to start with this well first let me ask you this uh dd your thoughts on um Candy canes. We're getting into that season, right? We're moving from oh, Halloween no. candy into Christmas candy. So, your thoughts generally on candy canes? Um, I don't like regular candy canes, but I do like cherry candy canes, and I like uh, I, I like Sour Patch Kid candy canes. Any flavored candy canes, I'm in, but I don't like traditional candy canes, peppermint okay. candy canes. Perfect. You couldn't. I couldn't have wrote that better myself as an answer for you. Uh, Let's a company go. called Archie McPhee out of Seattle. I guess I don't know where they distribute. It seems to be <laughs> on the West Coast. Uh, they're known for kind of making weird stuff a little bit off the wall. And if you like flavored candy canes, then my friend, maybe this is for you. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they have made. <laughs> And again, get to a screen. You have to see the visual. This is the most incredible thing I've ever seen. Butter candy canes. That's right. Butter flavor candy canes uh, coming out for the holiday season. And if you thought that that's where it ended, oh, my friend, you are mistaken. Uh, That's just one of them. These are not jokes. This is what this company does, okay? They kind of get into some weird, weird stuff. You're going to think this is a joke, but it's not. (laughs) Caesar salad candy canes. That's right. They're green and they taste like Caesar salad. Um, And last but certainly not least, just to round out the meal, I suppose. um, Brisket. (laughs) Brisket flavored candy canes. So we've got butter, Caesar salad, and brisket candy canes and again if you think this is a joke it's not because they have other flavors this is again kind of what they do um just to rattle off a couple other ones they've done in the past uh bacon pickle mac and cheese kale ketchup hot dog um what else is in here sour cream and onion they get weird they get weird people um didi anything here 
Um, <laughs> you said you love. I have to. Cakes. How much? How, how much do I? How much do I have to? How much do I have to pay for these things? Because I'm I'm buying these for sure. Like it's happening. <laughs> it's 100 happening. We're buying. Like I'm buying these like like right now. Like it's it's going down. Oh my god, they have sour cream and onion candy canes. Yeah. Sour cream. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, ketchup candy canes, bacon candy canes, pickle can. Oh my god! Like you guys, listen. I think I might just be sending all of these to you. I might be sending these to you and Chris this week. <laughs> yeah, that's happening. That's that's one hundred and ten percent happening. I am sending these to you guys. Um, we can do a. We are going to be doing taste. We test will be doing a live taste test for these. <laughs> Thousand percent. Like what I am, I don't. A brisket candy cane sounds absolutely disgusting, but you will. I I would not be American if I didn't try this. Now that I know it exists, yeah, yeah, just incredible. And yeah, apparently you can buy them right on on their website. There, um, I don't know if I'm excited or scared or what. Butter, I can kind of see working, almost being like a butter popcorn thing. But bris- Caesar salad, Caesar salad. <laughs> That's the one I'm sending to you, Dan. <laughs> oh, my. Well, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. That's all I can say at this point is stay tuned for a potential future live taste test of the McPhee candy wow. canes. Wow. Yeah. Um, oh, and, my God. Yeah. Yeah. You might have to buy up the whole allotment of all the flavors there. That'll take us through. We'll have weeks oh. worth. Of candy canes. I just, wow. wow it's I happening. Up, I opened up Pandora's just, box for you. I just put them in my cart. Yeah, it's <laughs> happening. Just be ready. Be ready. Mac and cheese. Yep. Well, speaking of weird flavored things that don't necessarily add up, uh, it, Thanksgiving is coming up. And we're all familiar with Jones Soda, probably the most popular uh, like flavored soda brand yeah, yeah. on the planet. Well, they want you to have Thanksgiving in a bottle. The Jones special release, turkey and gravy soda. Oh, my God. This is real. And from somebody that's uh, had it, they said it's actually not that bad. That's not from me. That's from reading somebody that's actually had it. And they said it's actually not that bad. Do you believe that or all at all? Or does this just taste like turkey brine like after it's come out of the oven and you just get like the scoop of the liquid that was on the bottom of the pan of <laughs> the turkey roasting pan and it just tastes like that any any chance at all this can be decent okay i didn't even think about what you just said <laughs> i just thought because now that right there now the beer looks like you i mean now the soda looks like what you just said yeah um, which is very unfortunate um because all i could taste was gravy as I was looking at this, I'm yeah. like, I just taste gravy. Yeah. I don't want to drink. I don't want to drink bubbly gravy. Carbonated gravy. Yeah. Like carbonated gravy is something I, I do not want at all. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is going to be a no for me. I don't even because, you know, there's I feel like probably 75% of the things in brunch court like if someone handed it to me I would try it sure this is one of those I wouldn't I'm not trying this dude no someone hands this to me I'm like nah I'm gonna let you try it go for it I'm not uh uh-uh no I just don't want this taste this just screams like you'd take a drink and that taste is in your mouth all until summer (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) right and it takes a lot of work to get something that tastes so good like turkey and gravy and make it like you don't want to have it at all. And I think making it into a soda is exactly what they've done here. I'm with you. I don't want to sip. I don't want to try. I don't want to smell it. Mm -mm. One of those things. No, 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 no. And I'm sure there's plenty of weirdos out there that are listening that will be like, oh, give it a try. It'd be good. And uh, you weirdos can reach out to us at Brunch Breakdown and let us know Mm -hmm. if you find this and try it. Um, what you actually think of it, but it is it is out now. Oh. Various stores around the country, not necessarily a nationwide, but it, mm. you know, if you find Jones Soda, Turkey and Gravy Special Edition. Mm-mm. No way, no yeah. sir. And it might be because I trust Jones. Like Jones has yeah. good soda. I yeah. don't drink all the soda in the world, but Jones is good soda. 
Right. I feel like they wouldn't put out a lackluster effort. That's true. That's true. Well, that was brunch court, DD. I just had to get, which is wild. Wow. Quick, just a quick couple ones in there, but tis the season. We're getting the weird stuff out now. The holidays right around the corner. So we'll have more in many weeks to come. Wow. That is, um, wow. Yeah. Man, oh man. Those candy canes. Oh, get ready. Get your popcorn <laughs> ready, ladies and gentlemen. Shit, it's it's going to be fire. Um, here's just a quick aside that I thought um okay. for the brunch breakdown here. Um, Christmas shopping. When do you start? I tell myself literally every year that I'm going to start earlier than I did the previous year, but inevitably the calendar hits December and <laughs> We're a couple days into December, first weekend of December. It's like, okay, time to get your shit in gear and get some stuff together. Um, I'm going to do, do that again this year. I'm going to tell myself. And it's probably not going to happen again. So it's not till December, but I hate it. I hate that I'm like that. Yeah, I am definitely like it's December 10th. Yeah. And then I'm like Amazon priming to death being like what what do you mean it's delayed ah, yeah. I'm losing my mind so i'm trying to avoid that this year um but yeah i was thinking about that because uh talking to a couple people um was just like yeah like oh got my christmas shopping done already or i'm getting my christmas shopping done next weekend or like whatever i'm getting it done i like to get it done early whatever whatever and i'm like whoo that's a lot so i wondered if i was like you know alone in that but uh, I guess I am not. No, so I'm with you. Makes me happy. I'm with you. And it's not even like I'm like, oh, I want to wait till the sales come out. It's like, no, no. I just don't do it till then. I just no. procrastinate and then I regret it every year. Yeah, I wait so long. The, the good sales are already gone. Right. <laughs> like, I'm like, damn it. If I would have bought this a month ago, this would have been so much cheaper. Right. <laughs> but no. Then there's the, you know, it's like, it's like all the, for the early shoppers, there's all the early Black Friday sales and early, early Black Friday sales for all of them. But then for people like me, it's like, nah, this is more expensive now because you are dummy. Yeah. And then I got to, you know, expedited shipping because I can't guarantee it before the 24th. All the shipping, all the shipping, (laughs) all the shipping, dude. I feel like that shipping date on different stores like goes up every year. It's like, oh, I know. Every year, it's like, oh, it was like December 20th. Get them in. Now it's like just creeping up. It's like, oh, December 10th, guys. Get your sh- no yeah. free shipping. Like, what? But after December 10th, you're like, yeah. wait, excuse me? <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, let's get into what we're listening to, Dan. Um, I will get it started because this song, I absolutely love uh, Division, the R&B group Division. They put out a song called Take It Slow. It samples um john legend's ordinary people but this is not ordinary people this is a let's have some sex song right here and it's so (laughs) cool how they flip the sample of that song and make this a absolute bedroom jam throw this on when you're ready to throw your girl on the bed i'm telling you this is it take it slow division this is one of my favorite songs of the year Brunchy's coming up soon. Wow. Yes. One of my favorite songs of the year. I love this song. Yes, they are. Brunchy's coming up in uh, just a matter of a couple of weeks. It's hard to believe we're already there. Uh, last call for album of the year. Last call. Like, Ooh. Come on. Ooh. We had a strong favorite back in January, and I don't yeah. know if anybody's been able to take him down. So last yeah. call. Last call. Last call. Um, someone who won't win that album, unfortunately, Taylor Swift. Um, we talked about it already. I'm gonna put some songs in the playlist. Uh, Karma. Uh, I'm not gonna put Antihero on it because everybody's heard that song a thousand yep. times. Uh, maybe some other stuff. So, uh, but definitely Karma from uh, Taylor Swift, Midnight's album. Um, Ice Spice, who had the song that I absolutely love, Munch. She now has another song out called Bikini Bottom, and it is just as great. And (laughs) side note, Lil Nas X dressed up as Ice Spice for Halloween. So go to his uh, Instagram and enjoy that in all the videos and pictures he posted as Ice Spice for Halloween. So that was pretty great. But yeah, Ice Spice, Bikini Bottom, jam, jam. Man, 
strong from you this week. Strong, strong. Oh, oh yeah. I'm coming in hot, man. I've yeah. been I've been holding back. Two weeks yeah. of music. It's Heavy. like, whoa, what's going on? Right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh speaking of that, Paris, they're back. Ooh. And I know it seems okay. like I put them on I just put them on the playlist, but I haven't. Okay. They've actually been gone for a little while. Little conflict with the label and stuff like that going on. Haven't really been on the road. They just got back out, played when we were young festival. Um, we didn't talk about that, by the way. Those poor bastards that had to go last Saturday. Ooh, ooh. Oh. Feel bad for y'all. Feel bad for y'all. But everybody else seemed to have a good time. Um, yeah. anyways, <laughs> anyways, Paris is back. Super excited. They released two singles last week. Uh, one's called Animal, and the other one's called Anywhere But Here. Probably put Animal on the playlist. That's uh, my favorite of the of the two. And they're kind of just picking up where they left off, embracing this kind of alternative rock electro sound and it's the future of Paris. And we've got an album on the way and a tour on the way, probably in the early portions of 2023. So of course I'm always excited for that. So new Paris for you. Dude. Nice. And um, let that be what happened in Vegas. A bummer for the people who missed the show on Saturday, everybody else Sunday, next Saturday, Sunday, everybody got to see it. So that just is like a big kick of the dick. Yeah. But um. Uh, you know, let this be a, a note to some people who may or may not be listening to the brunch breakdown. Um, Coachella is the only festival that is like safe to go to. <laughs> go to your other festivals, have your little fun. But I'm just letting you know, there's always a day. There's always a couple days or there might just be a whole festival that just gets flooded and it just doesn't Bonnaroo. happen. Yeah. Yep. It's true. Governor's ball rains out at least a day every yep. year. Yep. And then the grounds are absolute mud. I've experienced it personally. Yeah. Just throwing it out there to anybody who may or may not. 19 degrees. So on concrete. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm just throwing it out All there right. for anybody who mm-hmm. may or may not be listening to the brunch breakdown right now that uh, it's just every it's just telling you every year. It's just it just lets it be known. It's the only one that anyone should go to. Yeah. Anyhow. Uh, yeah. So anyhow, uh, so Jake, uh, dude who spells his name, J V K E annoying, but whatever. (laughs) He has the song golden hour that, I mean, if you listen to serious hits one, if you listen to the radio, that song is, um, is, is on all the time. Um, and if you don't know the song, once you you hear it i'll put it on the playlist just because but anyways i was like there's stuff about this song that i like but i don't really like the song a lot right um but then i listened to his uh album that he put out which is too long there's no need i could have been like six songs too long too long could have been six seven songs but the first as i'm listening to it i was like oh my god this is really good song called moon and back which i absolutely love and then um yeah just listen to the ep you'll go through it and you'll be like whoa first song second song whoa we're six songs in this song this shit's amazing you know and then it kind of like dies out but telling you this guy he's got something not just his song that is on the radio a lot okay a couple things real quick right there first of all i'm actually stunned i haven't heard the song and the reason being i've been without satellite radio for a month and it's been brutal i just got it back yesterday and so i have a lot of music on that medium to catch up on um so that's interesting second thing i noted there about your boy here um he seems to have a thing you kind of said and the thing seems to be stealing titles of songs uh golden (laughs) hour uh that's casey musgraves to me and as not a country fan that should really speak volumes to you um moon and back sounds like a savage garden smash hit to the moon (laughs) back is what I hear when I when I hear those things. So okay. Okay. Jay Jay Dude, Bacon, whatever your name I'm, is. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. Um yeah, Jay Javiki. Um yeah, Javiki. That's what I'm gonna call him. Javiki. <laughs> um yeah, so I'll put Golden Hour on the okay. playlist because yeah, I've been in the car a lot and Hits one is something that I can play and not have to hear anyone complain about what's on my own playlist. So hits yeah. one is on a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Golden Hour is the song that's on a lot. But then Moon and Back, I really like a lot. So okay. yeah, check check out my guy. I will. I will. Right. Uh, last one for me. Ellie Golding is hey. like 
we celebrated when she came back a few weeks ago with new music and now she's just busting out some hits <laughs> and this is super exciting uh another new one out called let it die and it has like a great bass kind of synthy beat to it that just gets you bobbing your head and if you're at a club or something you are dancing to this song fantastic song new album coming out in february very excited for that too as well so welcome back ellie golding we're so happy to have you let it die is the song check it out Nice. Um, I have a bonus one that I okay. want to throw on here. Um, because it's been a couple weeks. I have a bonus one. Yeah. Um, Robert Glasper put out an album called Black Radio Three and put out the Supreme Edition, which has a song featuring that is featuring Mac Miller, and it is great. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's called Therapy Part Two, and it is just great. And I don't know because I didn't really look up anything about like when the like when this verse recorded because some of the references in it let you know that like this was this was in the can somewhere like someone had this verse was like stashed away somewhere you can yeah, tell right. by a couple of the references in the song but my God is this song great and it just makes you miss Mac Miller but God in like the best way possible this song is therapy part two it's so good so good yeah I'm I'm glad you brought you add that one there as well that's um that is great that's great that we can continue to hear there's there's a lot of that stuff that's that's still hidden somewhere and so the fact that we can kind of get these releases like that's exciting yes oh my god and i forgot dude r.i.p takeoff i um, thought you were gonna go there jesus christ i, I know forgot. dude i I, tr- I think i tried to like black it out this morning i woke up to that and i was like this is this is awful um but yeah, yeah uh yeah gotta i'll throw some migos on the playlist at some point but sure. yeah that it's just a weird one. I was not like literally opened up Instagram and it was like take off dead and not, like what? It's hard yeah. to comprehend it. It, it honestly yeah. is. It's really hard to comprehend it. It's just yeah. really wild. Really wild. Dude, 28, 28 years old, dude. Yeah. 28 years old. Like I just, uh, that it just bugs me. No one's going to, I, and I'm like, and no one's going to talk about this, like when they talk about gun violence and everything else. And when we always talk about gun legislation and whatever, but like 28, like, I, like what the fuck? Like, yeah, man. Yeah. It's just, just crazy. ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Plenty of that on the playlist too. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be a jam packed playlist. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I got some Taylor songs to throw on there too. It's going to be wild. So Good. get ready, Dan. Yeah. I get a very long text message from me. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be long. <laughs> All right. Well, any final thoughts on the brunch breakdown today, Dan? Um, yeah, I got to realize that anytime I offer something in the brunch court, I don't tell you who makes it, where it's from and where it's available because apparently Caesar salad and brisket and butter candy canes are on our way, but at least I'm glad we can all hopefully try them live together. And it's not just me suffocating on dirt jelly beans. So excited for that. <laughs> dude i love it um uh yeah um don't listen to kanye west or kyrie irving anymore brilliant advice brilliant advice if you take anything from this podcast take that if you take anything from this podcast honestly just 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 stop (laughs) seriously and anyone who keeps giving them platforms to talk please stop everyone stop also stop stop. please please stop that's all (laughs) (laughs) and that's the brunch breakdown (laughs) we're out